there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weeby, and I am going to walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Hey everybody, welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. And today you guys get a chance to be part of a conversation with my dear friend, Angie McNulty. Girl, you and I met through the John Maxwell Coaching Certification Program. And I am gonna tell people really quickly about our like fast friendship. Okay. Yes. So you guys, Angie and I met online through this John Maxwell Facebook group that we were connecting before the big certification conference. And Angie and I are both frugal. And so we had a couple of conversations. I think we might've even had a video chat. I'm not even sure if it was a video chat. It might've been a phone call. I can't remember. I can't remember. But I remember us deciding during this phone call that we were going to room together. And so I remember like telling my mom that I'm going to this conference and I'm going to stay in a room with a woman I met on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) We had never actually met. We talked a couple times. And I just remember like my mom thinking that, you know, I'm going to get murdered by some crazy (laughs) person. And thankfully we both lived, right? (laughs) Yep. And so it was just kind of fun. Like we really had a fast friendship and we spent a few days just learning and growing together during that conference and have had just an amazing friendship since we really push each other to grow. And you're somebody that I've appreciated having in my back pocket because your specialty is in Christian coaching and you're a mama like me and your specialty is really just to help overcome the overwhelm for women and helping them kind of deal with being a mom and being a working mom, really, is that a good... Right, right. Well, my hope is to help women really bring out their passions and purpose that God has intended for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So a lot of times, especially as moms, we put ourselves on the back burner and we can't find any time for ourselves. And we can become so overwhelmed with our responsibilities mm-hmm. that we don't take that time to discover our purpose or to if we know what our purpose is, to step into it and bring it out to the world. Okay. This conversation is really for you mamas out there who have this longing and discontentment in your heart, right? Like you know that there's something out there, something more, something that you're being called to do. Maybe you don't have your finger on it. Maybe you do, but you're stuck. You're holding yourselves back. And I'm going to say that you word right now, that there are excuses that you're using that are keeping you from walking into that, that light, walking into that path that is going to lead you to what it is that you're being called to do. And sometimes we can say the excuses and and sometimes these are legit. Like these are legit things that we have to overcome. But the excuse comes in where you're not willing to do something about it. Right? Right. And so you're like, I'm just busy. I don't know what to do. I have, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so instead you kind of stay miserable. You stay stifled. You stay discontented and just knowing that there's a longing for more, but not doing anything about it. And I love girl that you're able to help the moms go from that space, right. To walking in their purpose, their God given plan and to be able to get through and overcome and unstuck from the things that hold us back from being in that space. Right. You know what? And I get it. Cause I've been there. I, 
had a job that was not fulfilling. And so I had my job. I had, I was going to coaching school. I was starting my business. I had my three kids that we were adopting. And it's just like all the things at once. So I get the overwhelm piece and just like, oh, I can't add one more thing to my plate. But I'm here to tell you that if you take the time to overcome that overwhelm and find that time in your day to live within your purpose that God has intended for you, your life is going to be so much fuller, so much more joyful, knowing that you're walking each day in God's purpose for you. Okay, so I think that that just solidifies why we need to be talking right now, right? Because there's going to be women out there who are thinking, but Angie, you don't know. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know what it's like. And I know that you fostered to adopt three kids all at the same time. You wanted to keep siblings together. Mm-hmm. These kiddos were old enough to have their own pre, you know, determined habits and schedules and patterns of behavior and all the things that come along with children being raised by someone else, right? right? You had to make a really, really big risk, really, to decide to leave your job and to pursue your passion in the middle of all of that. So you know what it's like to literally be in the middle of the whirlpool (laughs) and you feel like all of the stuff is going around you. And so I think that at this, at this moment, I want to hear from you, but I imagine that you had to either decide either I'm going to go down the drain (laughs) and it's all over, (laughs) or I'm going to have to figure out how to get myself out of this. Yeah. It kind of was one of those moments. I have heard several stories of a identifying moment in your life When you're on that bathroom floor, just bawling your eyes out saying, God save me, what am I going to do? Because I can't go on anymore. And that's where I found myself almost two years ago. I was at that place where I didn't, I didn't feel like I could go on anymore. So tell us a little bit about that. um, So much at that time, my husband was really ill. Mm -hmm. So I added caregiver to on top of everything. And I really just had to submit to God and his will. And I remember this conversation with him where I had just gotten a raise at work, a substantial raise. So the money was very good and I was the breadwinner for our family. And I just remember God saying, are you going to choose the money and worldly things or are you going to choose my purpose for you? And I remember just kind of staying in that moment. I was like, I really just hear that because remember we were just talking earlier today about (laughs) if these aren't your words, you know, it's from him. And I knew it was from him. And so that just kind of stuck with me for a while until finally I had that courage to leave that, take that risk, Mm -hmm. take that leap of faith to leave my job and to step more full-time into the purpose that he had for me. I think that this, because we had this conversation earlier today, I think that this might bless some people who are listening to this and they're like, well, what do you mean God talked to you? And I tell you the things that I feel led to do by God. And sometimes people like don't understand what that means. And so okay. the what Andy and I were talking about earlier today, you guys, is when you are praying and you're asking him to help you decide on something or tell you what to do about something and something pops into your head that is not what you would normally say, that should be a first sign that that wasn't from you. That was from something else outside of you. Right. And then the other thing that we did is sometimes I just feel like I have to be like hammered over the head, like a billion times to like get the message. (laughs) And I don't think I'm alone in that. And so 
it's okay to ask God to be obvious. It's okay for him to make an obvious sign for you that he closes doors and he opens other doors so that we can feel more confident in, was that really him? Was it just me wishing that it was something that I wanted to hear? What do I need to do? And for you, those doors closed and those doors opened that needed to. Am I right? Yes. Yep. So for uh, right after I had done that, for years, I have been wanting to go through Dave Ramsey's coaching program and John Maxwell's coaching program. So I quit my job in January. And in March, I went through Dave Ramsey's program. And then right after that, I joined John Maxwell's program. So it was like he just led the way of where he was wanting me to go. Okay. And so for anybody out there, Angie, that can relate to your story, and they are the overwhelmed mom right now who kind of lost themselves, right? They lost their purpose for themselves other than being a mama. They've lost that dream or that next step, that purpose that God has for them. What would you tell them to do, to consider, to think about? Like, I want you to coach us a little bit right now. (laughs) Well, the first thing I always have my clients do when they are feeling that overwhelm is a brain dump because our mind can just get going on so many things that it gets us stuck. And so if we can just clear our mind, that is really the first step. Just get it all out because I don't know. Do you ever have those times where you're just like, Oh, I got to remember to do that. And so then you're trying to remember that, but then something else pops in your head. It's like, Oh, I got to try to remember that too. And so your mind is just full of things I was trying to remember. And that's where the overwhelm is coming from. Mm, Yeah. So I know that people are like, Oh, but I don't even have 10 minutes. I get it. I totally get it. But I promise you, if you do this assignment, take out a piece of paper, set your timer for 10 minutes and just write down everything that comes to your mind, anything and everything, just start clearing it all out. And whenever I do that, I just feel like 10 pounds have just lifted off my shoulders, you know? And I think that like, let's go back to the, I'm going to call it an excuse that I don't have the time. And we're not saying that unlovingly, right? Because I mean, I'm not saying that you're not busy, but it's all about priorities, And so I'm pretty sure that the person who spent the entire day at the dentist with a $10,000 dental bill would have wished that they would have taken two minutes twice a day to brush your teeth. Right. Yes. Right. So you can say that I don't have the time, but when you think about the payoff or what would happen if you don't do this, it's worth the small little bit of time that it can take. And maybe they start with two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And they find that it's so stinking helpful that all of a sudden 10 minutes becomes easy and they have to cut themselves Mm -hmm. off. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So after the breakdown. I'm so down- glad you said that because I always say that too about if 10 minutes seems too long to cut it down to the two minutes. You use exactly what I was going to say. Okay. So that's perfect. Awesome. Okay. What else would you tell them to do? So once you have that, that list, some people will get even more overwhelmed at, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff. Now it's written <laughs> down. But don't go into that space. There's things that you can do with that list. You can first start to take things off of it. You know, what's out of your control? If it's not in your control, just cross it off your list because you're not going to be able to do anything about that anyway. And actually, before you even start deciding what to cross off and how you're going to prioritize, pray over your list. Mm. That God, like you said, will just make it very clear to the priorities that he wants you to focus on for the day. Yeah. And if there's things that you can delegate, you know, put put their name next to that on who you're going to delegate that to. 
And I think that was something that was very hard for me to do. I'm such a helper and I'm the doer and people come to me for help. I had a really hard time delegating and saying, hey, will you help me? But it was in that time at my low space that God was teaching me that I needed to release that control mm-hmm. and start asking for help. My kids are old enough that they can start to do things around the house. My husband, even though he was ill, there were things that he could do, but I was trying to take all the burden instead of being in that partnership with him and saying, hey, I need your help. Right. And you know, I think that when I'm guilty of this, not asking or accepting help. And what I need to remind myself and those of you who struggle with this as well, that when we take that control or when we don't allow ourselves to be helped or served by others, we're robbing them of that gift. And so if you didn't allow your husband to help you out, you're robbing him of being the man in the family who wanted to help, right? Right. You're giving the kids the skills that they're going to need to grow up to be amazing adults. You are allowing your friends to feel supportive and needed in your time of need. So you are helping other people by letting them help you. And I think that sometimes we have to be reminded of that, especially as moms. Yes. Yep. That was exactly the lesson I had to learn. Yeah. And it was the same with my extended family, for, you know, my mom and sisters for help. And to learn that was just such a gift. You yeah. know, and now I know that I can be vulnerable with them and say, hey, I need some help. And they love that because right. I used to never do that. I always, I always wanted to do for them. But like you said, I was robbing them of that, of that joy to be able to help. Yeah. And you know, what I've also realized is that there are people who have different giftings, right? So yes. like I would get stressed out when I was trying to plan retreats. And then I found mm-hmm. out that there were a couple of people on my team who loved to plan retreats. Like that was their jam. And so by giving them that task, they were doing things that they absolutely loved, which gave them more energy. And it took that away from me because that drained my energy. So you never know how you're blessing somebody else, especially if it's in their gifting. Yes. 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 I love that you said that. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. So what else? What else do you got for us? After you can cross some things off, then go through there and highlight your top three. What are your top three for the day? And then out of those top three circle, your one thing, your one thing that you're going to focus on first for the day. So that's kind of how I prioritize and kind of like let everything else lie there. Mm-hmm. But I also keep the list by my side for that day because other things will pop up through the day trying to distract you and your focus. So leave that list there so you can just jot it down and be like, okay, got it. Thank you. Now go back to your focus on what, yeah. what your number one yeah. thing is. I love that. I love that. Okay. So is there anything else when it comes to just kind of like giving yourself the time or decluttering before we talk into kind of defining your purpose and discovering that kind of stuff? Oh, I have all kinds of all kinds of tips on different ways that you can do this. A lot of it is habit building and building your routines because just having that plan can just help you so much throughout your day. So I teach like first awareness, like awareness of what your days look like already. Mm-hmm. And so there's something called the 15 minute miracle. It is a miracle, but it's also very hard work. And it's not a very fun project where you are writing down what you do every 15 minutes throughout your day. Mm-hmm. 
and it's tedious, but I tell you, it is so worth it because this is where you're going to find the time in your day because you're becoming aware of what is actually happening. I have people do that when they tell me that they don't have time to work on their business. It's called, and I call it a time audit and I have a journal that I have them take and it's literally like, holy crap, you don't realize how much time you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. Like there's little things in your day that you don't even realize that you're wasting and that could be time spent on you or on yes. your business or on whatever that's going to fill you up. So that's such a great exercise. And I, oh, you're 100% so right. It is painful to do, especially for me. I'm a big picture thinker. And so to take that time is like, oh, my God. But it is so insightful. It's so worth it. So I would encourage you guys to absolutely do that. Yes. So I think between doing the brain depth to clear the mind and then bringing awareness into your days, those are just two really huge things that can yeah. help you. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Okay. The other thing that I think is just super important is gratitude. And I know that people hear this all the time, but I just can't help but reiterate how important it is to just stay in gratitude. It can just totally shift your mindset of where you are in your day. So for example, a couple of weeks ago, we had fires that were really close to our house. Mm -hmm. We had to pack up what, you know, just in case. We were going to be called out to evacuate. And going through that process, one, I saw how much God has blessed us with so much and how much we take for granted. Like going outside, we couldn't even go outside. It was so smoky. The air pollution was, okay, the top scale goes to 500 Mm -hmm. on 500 is like the worst air quality you can have. We were at like 600. We were off the charts. Told you could not go outside. It was smoky in our house. It just felt like you could never take this deep breath. Yeah. And so learning that, wow, to just be grateful when you can take a deep breath of clean, clear air. Yeah. So you know, that is so fascinating. And I hope that it's okay that I'm sharing this insight. But I, as somebody who has a lot going on, a lot on my plate, it's easy for me to get overwhelmed or tired, right? And when it comes to gratitude, what I think a lot of people don't realize is that when you, if you were to measure your emotions with a vibrational scale, okay, Uh you think about like hopelessness, helplessness is going to be at the very bottom of that vibrational scale. You following me? And the thing like joy, peace, and gratitude is the very tippy top with the highest vibration. And so what that means is that vibration equates to energy, So if Uh you spend most of your day down in the muck of helpless and hopelessness and overwhelm, or you can do something as simple as a quick gratitude check, catapults you to the top of that vibrational energy scale, and it will allow you to gain energy from the universe, the world, whatever, God, in order for you to be able to do all of the things that you're supposed to do. And so it's amazing, even scientifically, I'm a science nerd, Angie. So (laughs) thanks for like letting me put that in there. But people don't realize that something as simple as a brief moment of gratitude can catapult them to the top of that energy level. And now all of a sudden they have new found energy that they didn't have five minutes ago to do all the things that you have to do. So it's 100% something that I do every single day. That's so true. And it's so interesting. So um, I've been reading this book and they were talking about, it's all about habits. Yeah. And so they were talking about bringing, if you want more happiness in your life, do something that makes you happy. So like every time you come in, like pet your dog and then put a smile on your face. 
Yeah. Right. So you would do this for like three seconds. Right. And every, so pet the dog, put a smile on your face, happy, pet the dog, smile on your face, happy. So then it becomes like this habit. And then every time you want to be happy, the dog didn't have to be there, but you just put the smile on your face. And it's like wired the brain to know that every time you put a smile on your face, you were going to feel happy. It was just so interesting. You said science. So there was some science to that. I don't yeah, know what it was. No, that is super, super <laughs> so fascinating. And I love habits. And you mentioned habits already. So I'm fascinated by habits. Tell us some habits that you would suggest that somebody that is in this, this state um, starts to develop. So I know what really helped me was finding some quiet time for myself. And for me, that happened to be morning. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of experts, I guess we'll say, say, you know, to get up early. And some people say, like, get up by five, get up by five thirty six, you know, really early. And I know that for a long time, that stopped me from doing it. Because I would say I'm not a morning person. Yeah. Well, if I say I'm not a morning person, I'm not going to be a morning right, person. Right. right? But I don't want this to deter people from having this time. It doesn't have to be six in the morning. When can you find five or 10 minutes for yourself? And if you're a mama, maybe it's shut in the bathroom door and you're in the bathroom for five, mm-hmm. five minutes, you know, make sure you lock it because the kids can like to come in. Yeah. But just finding that special time for yourself to either do the brain dump or sometimes just sit and not have expectations on yourself. I think I would get so into that all or nothing yeah. mentality yeah. is I got to go all in or it's not going to make a difference. Right. No, just start really small. And, you know, and when I say sit in that quiet space, I want you to go in not having any expectations of meditation or, oh my gosh, um, it's not, you know, my mind is just wandering. Just let it be. Yeah. Just let it be. And I love that. Uh, I can't remember where I learned this, but it was like, if your mind's wandering, just watch it like it's a movie. Yeah. You know, what's your mind telling you? And one of the things that I actually do that is a new habit, so fairly new, but I recognized that I was running myself ragged, right? And my friend had suggested that I do the same thing that you're suggesting people to do. So I'm going to like be your third party validation for this. So she said, you know, she knew that I love the ocean. So she's like, even if you have to take two minutes and put on some ocean music and just sit and holy cow, has that made a difference? And all of a sudden my energy is regained. So it doesn't have to be hours and hours. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Two minutes of listening to the ocean mm-hmm. will do it for me. Two minutes of listening to worship music or great country music. I love those. Any kind of music is allows me to recenter myself, recharge. And so that's yeah. my homework every day is to find something fun to do or something to do for myself. And it's a habit that you have to form. And it's hard sometimes as you're a go-getter, but Uh it's totally worth it because it's going to allow you to be more productive in the long run. If you learn how to fill your tank back up. Yes. Yes, for sure. We need that recharge. So, okay, girl, I want to, to spend the last couple minutes just really touching on the person you, cause you really want to help people find their passions too. That's part of this, right? So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So first, you know, it's building that foundation of habits and routines. Like you said, to get rid of that excuse of, I don't have time so that you can discover what your passions and purpose are. Mm -hmm. And so there's two lines I go in. One is the discovery phase Mm -hmm. to find that. And then two, once you know that, then what are you going to do with it? Because that's what God called us all to do, right? He, He gave, you mentioned earlier, 
us all unique gifts and talents to share. And like, I couldn't go into the hospital like you do and do your work, right? Mm -hmm. You have a special gift to be able to do that. I couldn't do that. So if we don't step into that purpose, who is going to do that work? God intended for all of us to work together for the whole good the whole good of his kingdom. Right. So we all have a responsibility to be stepping into that purpose. Right. I never thought about it that way because you're right. Like if we are ignoring our calling, we're leaving this like weak link, right? Like you're called for this particular thing. And we need that as a body of Christ to be filled Mm -hmm. by you. And so don't let us down. That's what I'm going to say to my sisters out there who are struggling with this. Like, you are called for this and we believe in you and we need you to be stepping into that. Yes. Yes. Please. Please step into what God has in store for you. So what if they don't know? Tell me about the discovery phase. Discovery phase is all about focusing on yourself and going inward to, we're talking about your strengths. Mm -hmm. What do you love to do? What, you know, we're going back into childhood. You know, what was it that when you were a kid that you loved to do? And so for me, like, for instance, I always wanted to be a teacher. And if my sisters ever wanted to play with me, it was, I got to be the teacher, (laughs) right? And so I thought that I was going to grow up and be a teacher. But as I got older, that wasn't what I wanted to do. But now God has been showing me these past few years that I am meant to be a teacher, but it's in a different way. I thought a teacher meant, you know, going in front of the classroom with 30 students, you know, K through 12, but there's so many different more ways that I can teach. And so this is the platform that God has given me to teach is his Christian daughters to help them step into their purpose. So the discovery phase is really doing some assessments to figure out where you rise above and putting you into those strengths. That sounds so amazing. Your program sounds awesome. So I want to get into that actually in a second. But before we do that, is there anything last things that you wanted to add that we haven't touched on that you're dying to share with us? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just love our conversation so much. Okay, good. Okay, good. All right, girls. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this program that you have developed to help people with this particular problem? The first program I'm coming out with is going to start October 12th. And this program is all about building that foundation, your routines and habits, building that relationship with Christ and getting yourself to a point by the end of 2020 that you are ready. You have that time set aside to either start that discovery of your purpose or to start walking into your purpose and bringing that out into the world. So the rest of 2020 is all about building that foundation for you to step onto. Awesome. So it's really just getting the pre-work done to get rid of the excuses, get rid of the blocks, get rid of the things that are holding you back so that you are all Uh teed up and ready to go to run into 2021 with both feet fully, fully equipped. Does that sound right? Exactly. Yes. Awesome. That's exactly what it is. And it's, we're going to be really diving deep into each section. So like each week we're going to be focusing on something. So one of uh, one of the weeks will be a brain dump where we're going to be focusing on clearing that overwhelm so you can start to have a clear mind of mm-hmm. going into this to build those new habits. I love it. I love it. Let's um, and then I was just gonna say and then we're you know 
also going to be doing that 15-minute miracle where we are going to be tracking our days. And so I just find that it's so much easier when you have someone to hold you accountable to doing something that may not be fun, but you know that it's going to be worthwhile. Absolutely. That's awesome. Okay, so we'll put all of the the details for that in the show notes, Angie, so that people can click on that and and join all of the things that you have in store for them. Before we we take off today, I want you to present our audience with one question that they can ponder that's going to move them forward. Oh, I want you to just take some time and think about what God has been preparing you for. Mm, Wow. What... Think about just things of your life, what God has been preparing you for today to start walking into your purpose. I love that. That's really powerful. Thank you so much for your insight. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and your journey and inspiring all of us, Angie, to become just the more fulfilled, equipped, powerful women that we can be. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Thanks for listening. And if you know that you are made for more and you are tired of being held back and ready to get unstuck and step boldly into a life that you're meant to live, head on over to lachellewemy.com, request an appointment, and be ready for me to walk alongside of you personally to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. I'll be back next week, but before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe and enjoy these imperfect outtakes.